Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find the full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. We love bringing you the biggest names from the world of country music here on the podcast, so thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already, and that way you'll never miss an episode. And if you're in the UK, you can listen to Absolute Radio Country live and enjoy the no-repeat guarantee. It's our promise to never play the same song twice during your workday between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Right, on with the podcast. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. It's Absolute Radio Country. I'm Balin Leonard, and our guest today, multi-platinum singer-songwriter. He's had four number one songs. He's a CMA Award winner. He's worked alongside some of country music's biggest names, and currently he's in the UK for his damn good time world tour. Jordan Davis, welcome back. Good to be back. Yeah, the last time we saw each other, uh, I was in Nashville. Yeah, you were in Nashville. We saw, that was only a couple months ago. I guess it was November. Yeah. Yeah, because it was the CMA Awards. Yeah, yeah, same way. Yeah, right, leaning into that. Yeah, and uh, we were talking about, oh, you're coming, you're coming back to the UK and flash forward, split screen, here you are. Here we are. (laughs) It's good to be back. We've been looking forward to this whole tour because, you know, we were talking about it earlier, but it's like a lot of these markets I've hit before as an opener. Mm. So to go back and do them as headliners are really cool. Yeah, so you were just over in Europe, and yep. uh, you were doing some places that you had already played uh, previously, like Amsterdam and Cologne. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But you had some new places. Yeah, hit some places for the first time that were kind of like the, when you see them pop up, you know, you get kind of nervous. I've never been to Zurich. What, nervous we, because you think like, oh, what, do they know me there? Yeah. Or, or ner- I'm right. just like, I don't know if like, you know, at least like with the other dates, it's like, you know, we came over with Old Dominion in 2019. So it's like, all right, well, at least some of these people have seen me open the show. Yeah. So like, maybe they'll come back. Uh, <laughs> and also but, when you're not headlining, you're like, well, that's on them. Yeah, that's on them. If nobody shows up, <laughs> it's not my fault. You know? uh, but yeah, like, you know, we hit those and it hit some of those dates and the Zurich, you know, we've never been there, never been to Switzerland. So it's like, you get kind of nervous about like, all right, is anybody going to show up to this thing? But luckily... I mean, everything so far has been sold out, so it's been really, really cool. That's nice, though, because I guess it keeps you on your toes a little bit because, you know, you, I, I, everybody likes being comfortable, of course. Yeah. And it's also nice knowing, okay, this is a sure bet. Yeah. But you're so successful, uh, certainly here and in the States. Like, it's just a given, right, that people are going to show up. Yeah. And, and I guess in some sort of ways, it's nice not to it's get too to, comfortable. It's good to get the heart pumping, you know? <laughs> yeah, kind of I got to like, work okay, for this. I gotta, and really, anytime we come over and tour this, it does feel like we're going back to kind of the van and trailer days, which I've said from day one were my favorite days of touring. Like when it was me and six guys in a van and trailer driving overnight to get to open some show in Georgia or yeah. Ohio or wherever, that was like the most fun touring I've ever had. And you know, we're still trying to build a strong fan base over here. And we know it's something that we want to do for the rest of my career, but it still feels like we're in those early phases. And to be honest with you, he's given us kind of like a shot in the arm, like the band. It's like, mm. it's good. Like you said, it gets you out yeah. of the comfort zone and, and makes you want to go out there and prove that, you know, uh, we're, we're worth coming to a show for. And also it keeps you from, I mean, not that, that you ever would, but I mean, anybody, no matter what they do in their life, there are there are times where... 
even if you don't mean to, like automatic kicks in, yeah. you know, where you're like, I, I got muscle memory here, we're good, even if it's just for a moment or something like that. And in those situations, I'd imagine automatic never kicks in because you're, yeah. you're thinking about it, you oh, know, yeah. and well, trying. Try, you can't sleep the night before. He's like, all right, I know this place is sold out, but like, I think I'll show up or like day <laughs> yeah, up or was it a mistake? rather go to dinner. <laughs> like, uh, when you were yeah. in Zurich, did you, because um, you know, I mean, famously, Shania Twain lives in Zurich. Yeah. Tina Turner lived in Zurich. And and one time when I was in Zurich, uh, I was at like a, a bratwurst. It was just like a, a food truck, basically, yeah, yeah. selling bratwurst. And everybody was like, oh, this is Tina Turner's favorite bratwurst. And like everybody would 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 line up to get because they were like Tina Turner would like come out of her enclave. You should have texted me. I would have gone to it <laughs> and gone over. And I was like, "Well, here we go. If it's good enough for Tina Turner, hey, I get it though. I get it why they live in Zurich. It's mm. a beautiful city. We were just talking right before we started. Clean, super so clean. clean. Like, you know, the, we took a train ride up to uh, Schaffhausen and spent the day there. Almost spent way too much money on a watch. Uh, almost spent. Almost. So you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. See, I stayed uh, out of the store. Ah, uh, that's the thing. It's like you can't. You can't go in the store. Like <laughs> no. you just got to window shop that. Like <laughs> yeah. So I just stand outside and. I never feel like I'm dressed enough to get in those stores when I'm there. I feel like I, I feel like I would walk in and, and get pretty woman. <laughs> they would be yeah, like, you would. Uh, "Sir, there's a Timex store down the street." That's, <laughs> I think that's more your vibe. <laughs> Zurich, like with Lake Geneva, just so crystal clear that you can see the bottom of it, and yeah. the, the exact opposite of that when it comes to the canals and yeah, in uh, Amsterdam. Different. But also, you know, across the UK, we're, we're big on our waterways. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking with because it was marine biology, right? That was yeah, your environmental thing? science. Environmental but science like, but was your it thing. Did we talked kind of a little bit last time with the? Uh, I had worked with a group called O Search, which does yes. like white shark tagging uh, back in the states. So, so whenever you're in these cities and uh, you know you're seeing a new waterway for the first time, is there a little bit of you that's like, hmm, I'll just take a little sample here? And- I would, I would love to fish that. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's like all I could think of. It is like, I was like, I wonder if they could fish like these canals. Like if you just walk out of your port, I don't know if I would eat the fish that came out of that canal. Yeah. but like, yeah, I'm all, I was like, that's the first thing. Definitely uh, Lake Geneva. I was like, oh, because I mean, you could see the fish. Yeah, you, know, you could like. Yeah, it's I know. Pretty wild. It's crazy. That, yeah. that, that's crazy. So, having been over before and uh, you, you know, kind of been the opening act on these yeah. things, and and also played C two C and kind of all the rest of it, you know what to expect now from Absolutely. these guys, right? Absolutely. We've been looking forward to this leg of it. Mm. Uh, getting to the UK, and you know, we tried this cover set in Europe that. Didn't go over so well. Turns Uh-oh, out that okay. I don't think we were listening to the same kind of music. It's like a little, almost like a burnt CD that we do during our show that was like what I was listening to like my senior year in high school. I got you, yeah. Where like we knew it was going to go over in the UK. Like right. I know it's going to go over in the UK. Europe, I was kind of like, eh, let's go give it a shot. So uh, turns out it did not. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. You should do like covers of like Eurovision songs when you're in in Europe. Do you know Eurovision? It's it's the, it's the most watched event in the world. Like it, it, even bigger than like the Super Bowl. Really? Uh, and it, it's a, a pan-European song contest that started in like the 50s or 60s or so. ABBA won it initially, right? Oh, wow. And each country sends a representative with this song, and you know the the winning country then hosts it the next year, and it is the biggest event in like it is it's huge it's Dang. unbelievably humongous right and all of it most of it is kind of quite cheesy euro dance pop songs yeah right but 
We, we would struggle pulling that off. I feel like I really <laughs> want to see that, though. I want to talk about Ashley Cook Dude. because she's opening up for you, and man, Unreal. she is just she's a superstar. Thin else, yeah. Like, I, do you have a lot of like? I, and I mean this, I mean this with love, yeah. because I know some artists don't are just like, yeah, sure, whoever. And some artists really, you know, care about who's opening up for them. Presumably, cool. with Ashley Cook, like you, Priority, were like, yeah, like I truly got the two. For this leg, we tried to get Mitchell on it too, because Mitchell Tenpenny's with us in the states, right? But no, it was both of them were like top priorities for me. Me and Mitchell had talked about doing it. We talked about touring together five, six years ago, and finally got around to where it worked out for both of us. And then when it came to finding an opener, I right off the bat was like, "Dude, Ashley Cook is a superstar from she songwriting. Is. You know, amazing voice." like charismatic super mm. comfortable like kind of makes me mad how comfortable she is on stage <laughs> for furious somebody said the other day it's like you know up and comer ashley cook to me it's like dude ashley cook's here right like, she's gonna be here for a while uh but i mean she is young like she's yeah, still she like kind of getting going and, and just so like confident and um it, it's cool to watch so uh, we haven't missed a show of, of hers yet like n just great songs yeah i can't wait to see her actually we're having her in the studio as well and i've been saying um every time we play her or you and we talk about the tour i say and i don't i, I don't even feel like i need to say this for the uk crowd because they absolutely always show up for the opener which is one of the great things oh, yeah. about uk country fans but i just remind everybody if you're going to see jordan get there see ashley because it's going to be a moment which what? is fantastic and to piggyback on that i was like that when i was over here with od i was shocked that the place was packed 15 minutes before we went on stage yeah and waiting. i remember just being like whoa this is kind of weird but like attentive and it wasn't it wasn't like a packed like oh yeah i got here early to get a seat or yeah whatever. to get up front it was like i'm gonna sit down and listen to this guy sing songs yeah it's, was, it's a great thing it's yeah. uh, it's a good thing like one of the Many lovely things about UK country crowd yeah, is, is that they're they're super supportive that way. Um, so I feel like the last time you were over is probably next thing you know was the thing that was yeah. hitting at that time, um, and then that became massive everywhere, including here in the UK. Um, and now we've got your new single Tucson Too Late, which yeah. I love so much. And when I heard it the first time, I was like, "How has nobody said Tucson Too Late before? How has that not been a song so before?" So I don't know. I think. Somebody told me that there was a song that was similar to that. But yeah, I thought the same thing. Whenever because it's first such time a good I heard thing. It, I was like, oh God, that's genius. Like, it initially started off another, it was like a Louisiana term. Oh, okay. Uh, Tulane Too Late for Tulane University in New Orleans. Um, All right. But I thought that my buddy was talking about Tulane Highway Too Late. Like, I hit the Tulane Too Late. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So for like 10 minutes, we were writing totally different meanings. <laughs> yeah. And he was, like, going with this, like, school vibe and, like, South Louisiana thing. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter where he's at. He just needs to get to the Tulane, right? <laughs> and that like, we finally oh. had this weird thing where he was like, what do you think I'm saying about Tulane? And I was like, and so, I was like, hey, man, too confusing. So that's how <laughs> we got to Tucson. That. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, man, it's been awesome to see that song really kind of start to pick up. And it just feels a fun like song to play. I it, love playing that song. I love hearing it. It feels like it's super traditional as well. Like oh, it yeah. feels like a, it feels like an old school country song yeah. in the best possible way. And and we wanted to do that. Now, you know, was now working on the third album, like even late in, that was one of the later songs we recorded. Right. Just because I think it, it was still the same team that wrote by Dirt, me, my brother Josh, and Matt Jenkins, and uh, 
we were just kind of like, dude, what have we not done before? Like, what have we not written? What have we not, like, let's don't sit down and do the exact same thing we did last time we wrote. And Josh started playing this, like, really traditional, swingy kind of guitar lick. And I was like, dude, let's do something like, let's do something real traditional. And Tucson came out of it. But, uh, yeah, we tried to keep that as kind of 90s country, what we all grew up on yeah. as possible. Oh, yeah, the vibe is there. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about that traditional-sounding country music and that 90s sound, which is obviously back, back, back. And um, one of the things I'm loving about country music at the moment is that, and it, it's always been the case to varying degrees throughout the years, but it seems like at the moment it's a real kind of golden age of it. There's literally something for everybody in oh, country. Yeah. Now, like with your Zach Bryans and your Dylan Gossets and your Noah Kahn's who are kind of, I guess, country-adjacent, but being firmly welcomed yeah. into that crowd, that more kind of rootsy, indie folksy side of stuff is coming yeah. out as well like d d when you go into write a song now or or think about obviously you've got what you do but tucson too late wasn't necessarily sitting in the middle of your wheelhouse yeah, yeah. in terms of what you do like are more and more people kind of thinking like oh i need to write me a rootsy folksy song i mean it feels that way mm. it kind of feels like um that's definitely the thing that you know when you see the success of guys like noah connor zach bryan <laughs> yeah tyler childers yeah uh, like, I feel like some people kind of think like, oh, I need to do that. Mm. I think one the best thing that I did when I moved to town is I found what I felt like I was good at right. and what was true to me, and I just kind of stuck with it. To speak on what you were saying, it's like, man, I, I feel like, you know, probably some of the old-timers would hate me for this, but, like, I feel like country music's healthier than it's ever been when I moved, since I moved to Nashville, mm. in that exactly what you said, there's something for everybody. Like, you know, my wife's not a crazy traditional country fan, but loves, you know, kind of the newer, what somebody would call pop country. Right, yeah. You know, and then I have my dad, who probably doesn't even like my pop country music. You know, <laughs> right. like just a super... He's like, thank God for Tucson too late. Exactly. Like, I finally have finally, a song I can, I can be proud of my son. My son. <laughs> like, he's just a traditional, loves old school country songs. And there is. There's something for everybody. He's a huge Zach Bryan fan, loves Tyler Childers, uh, Cody Johnson. He's huge yeah. Cody Johnson. So, like... Those guys that are still doing it, like super traditional, you know, great old country music. And then I think, you know, stuff like I do that's influenced by burnt CDs, kind of mm. going back to that, where it's like I listen to everything under the sun, and when I sit down to make music, this is what it sounds like. Are you going to get some time while you're in the UK to do a little bit of exploring? Or are you quite busy? Yeah. I mean, no, I know you're busy. You've got... <laughs> yeah. You're busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but are you have time to explore? Yeah, my wife's over for the first time. Oh, for the first time? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go roam around tomorrow. She, and are you going to show around like, you, you know, be like, oh, no, down here is my favorite yeah. little... Well, yeah, I need to get your number so I can just like text you and be like, hey, how can I look like I know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah. And you can just be like, oh, yeah, go here. Like... But no, we're going to roam around tomorrow. She actually flew in yesterday, so she's been kind of doing a bunch of sightseeing. Oh, right. She's okay. kind of seeing everything that I got to do last time. Right. So that we can kind of go do so some So you don't stuff have to do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so. I don't need to do the London Eye again. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Davis, it's a pleasure. It's a joy. Thank you for coming to see us. Love coming to hang out. Appreciate you having me. All right, we will see you soon. Jordan Davis. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 